0: Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. I'm really looking forward to this episode. It's near and dear. It just happened recently. I had a major flashback. It just completely rocked me. I said to myself, never in a million years. I'm going to get into that story. Let me go back to a time period early in my business. So this is a funny story, sort of, but a story nonetheless. 2008, I have just gone through my second year of a cleaning business with employees. And I had no stinking idea what I was doing. I was terrible at it. Later on that year, I ended up getting rid of all of my employees and going back to working solo because I wasn't good at it. I was good at solo, but not with employees. But here it is. It's January 2008, a good nine months before I got rid of employees. And I've got a couple part-timers, two, three. It built up to four and five over that spring and summer. And I just hired a new guy, Mark. And I was preparing. My wife, Teresa, nine months pregnant and we knew we were going to be inducing for our second child. We knew it was a girl. We had a name picked out. Christiana, Isabel, my first daughter. I was going to be, oh, so excited. My first born son was three years old now, Kenny. And we just moved into our, uh, our new house Well, our new rental house, but had a basketball court in the backyard and had lots of grass and it wasn't in a dangerous neighborhood like the place we lived before. So life was going good. So I was working like mad, I'm still cleaning everywhere that I could, whenever I could. And I'm doing a side business as well. And so I didn't have as much time for my family. I had my priorities a little bit out of whack because you think for a guy, for a dad that was spending so much time away from his family working there'd be some money to show for it. Well, there wasn't. I was working a lot, yes, but I wasn't very good with my numbers. Oh no, I just said it. I wasn't good with my numbers. The engineer wasn't good at his numbers. So I went through a lot of pain there. When you do look at numbers eventually, because you're too busy to look at them, right? I'm sure you guys never felt that way. And when you do look at them and you see you had a month where you did 6,000, 8,000. As a solo cleaner, uh, that's a lot. Now, I had a couple part-timers, so it was a little bit you know better, but 9,000. And you keep like 1,500 out of that or 2,000 out of that, you feel like a shoe. Like where, It's not enough to live off of. It's painful. So anyway, we're getting ready to go and do our hospital appointment, and I'm really sweating it because the first time we had a baby, I got to stay in the hospital. They gave me my own bed right next to Teresa, and the baby, they would wheel Kenny in and out of there to her to nurse him, I'd spend time with Teresa. She was healing. I would help her. I'd read my books. We watch we watch movies in the hospital room, and it was three days. The first baby, there's no kids at home to take care of, and here I wanted to do that again. And we had a babysitter lined up for a couple days, so Kenny would be with them, and I'd be able to be with Teresa and and my new daughter Christiana for three days. I just had one little thing to figure out: how do I delegate my houses? I've never done that before. I've always cleaned them by myself or alongside people, but never have I delegated them. Some houses leave me cash, some check. How do I get the money? How do I get it done? And I had no training system. I had no procedures, no systems, nothing. So all I could do is train up my new guy, Mark, and I had Tyrone, and I had, I believe, Cole, maybe one other, and I called a meeting. and We essentially met up. At the hospital. (laughs) I was already there. And out in the parking lot. I said, okay guys, here's the plan. Now I did give them a heads up. Hey, I'm going to be gone in the hospital for three days. And you guys got to do all the houses yourself. They knew that. They just weren't sure how it was going to work. So the meeting was at, like in the hospital parking lot. My wife's in there. And I just needed like an hour to have a power operate back, Teresa. And so I go and I talk to these guys. Okay, we got this house, we got this house, this house. Okay, I Mark, you do this. I want want you to do these tasks. Ty, you're the team lead on this. You do this. And uh, Ty, I want you to collect the check and um, bring it back when you're done. He's like, okay, gotcha. And I think maybe the first day I only had one or two houses to to knock out. And so it was easier. So they did those two houses. I met back with them in the parking lot, got the checks and they told me how long it took them. I marked down the hours. And I checked in with the customer. So how'd it go? I'm sorry I couldn't be there. My wife's having a baby. They said, no problem. It went good. I was like, wow, this this really can work. I could delegate to other people. So it was hard for me, but it was really exciting. I'm like, you know, here I am for three days. I wish I could just lay in the bed alongside my wife and newborn daughter, Christiana. But no, I'm on my phone. I'm busy with, with the with the Busyness of the day of the business day, and I'm making sure that these houses get done. So if you're a team cleaner listening to this, you'll totally relate because you try to get away on vacation, but yet you can't. Your phone is buzzing off the hook, and you're taking care of stuff. And if you're a solo cleaner, you might not relate to this. But what if Mr. and Mrs. Solo Cleaner, if you ever got injured and you couldn't clean for a while, what would you do? Or if you wanted to go away for a few weeks, what do you do about those houses? Well, there's options. I've always, you know, in latter years when I was solo cleaning for from 2008 to 2018 for a decade solid solid, when I was cleaning by myself again, um, the later half of 2018, I mean, I was able to shift people here and there. And I mean, we went to Disney in 2012 and I think I had nine days where I had to cancel maybe two houses and I moved others and just made it work. So you do that kind of stuff. But if you're ever in a situation where you've got to get some houses done and you don't want to lose them, you know, if you skip it, you're going to lose them, you may have to find a way to delegate that. And whether you have to find another cleaning company or an employee or just someone to do it for you, that's where I was. And it was stressful. So I'm not sure if that was funny. It's just a little dose of reality that here I am trying to enjoy my time in the hospital with my newborn daughter and. I'm dealing with text and this customer, that customer. And are the guys getting the work done? And okay, that one leaves cash. How do I know that I'm getting all my money? So I guess that's not really funny too much, but it definitely is a good story. But the reason I told that story is because it transitions to what just happened last night. Now, I've been cleaning an office for over a year, close to a year and a half, two offices, I'm sorry, on Thursday nights. And I've been taking with me my son. So what's crazy to me is I never thought in a million years that that three-year-old son, my big man, Kenny, that 10 years later, at 13, 14, now 15, he'd be cleaning offices with his dad. The thing that I was doing for work to provide for the family when he was three, he's now working with me in the family business. I didn't think I would last that long. I didn't think, I mean, I had no support groups. There was no Facebook, no coaching, no solo cleaning school. None of that was around. I guess I could have found a coach if I looked. But if you heard my podcast episode 18 Gutterballs, you'd know that I wasn't exactly looking too often. I wasn't turning around to say, Pop, can you help me? so I wasn't looking for helpers. I honestly had no idea from that day in 2008, holding my newborn daughter, that only 12 years later, not only would I make it in the cleaning business, but I would make it really good and become a super profitable solo cleaner. And not only that, but I'd be able to sell that solo cleaning business and move back to our hometown. And not only that, But never in a million years did I think that that little three year old boy would be working side by side with his dad in the family business and me passing on the torch and me teaching him the family trade. You know that the trades are going out of business. And this, yeah, there's always going to be carpenters, plumbers, electricians. Less and less kids are wanting to go into the trades because it's not glamorous. It's not sexy. It's not computer this and internet that and online marketing and digital this and that. It's not exciting to be a plumber anymore, to be an electrician anymore, to be a cleaner anymore. But those are trades that are never leaving. People No matter how much technology you got, you need someone to clean your house. You need someone to fix your pipes. You need someone to wire your wires. Those are the trades and we got to preserve the trades. And so I'm not trying to become an evangelist for cleaning at all, but I have a family trade that I can teach to my son, to my other kids, and they could learn that trade and make money with it. And down the road, hey, maybe they'll have their own business. In the family trade, maybe they'll take over my business or maybe they'll do something different, but at least they'll have that trade because honestly, there's enough graduating college seniors that have no clue what they're going to do and they go back and work menial jobs with a big degree. They have no idea what they're doing. Now, what if they had a trade to fall back on? At least they could go do the trade and make 20 plus dollars an hour until they figure out what to do with the degree. Or they stick with the trade. Okay, I'll end the soapbox on the whole trade thing. Seriously, we have a cleaning company. If you're brand new starting out a solo cleaning business, cleaning is an amazing trade. It's needed and you can bring your kids into this. It's awesome. So when I say never in a million years, never in a million years did I think that that little three-year-old boy would be working side by side and he's amazing. I've trained him. Him and I have a great time every Thursday night. We do the one office and we goof off for half an hour in between with snacks and we do the second one. But here's what happened last night that really got me thinking, never, ever in a million years, not just never in a million years. Yesterday, my son caught the flu. The family had it. The other kids had it. My son got the flu. He couldn't come with me to work. I was thinking about asking my cousin, Seth, who has helped me before to take Kenny's spot, but his wife and kids had the flu. And so I didn't feel right asking him. And I've always told my daughter, hey, Christiana, when you turn 12, that's when I started Kenny working with with me in the family business. When you're 12, maybe we can start them. Well, golly, she turned 12 only a couple weeks ago. And I said, hey, Teresa, what about me bringing Christiana tonight instead of Kenny? She's like, go for it. I think she'll be great at it. So here's what I did. I hadn't thought about this never in a million years thing yet, but just how do I do this? Well, I created training videos for how to clean offices. I've done this already for the group group that I run. And I was working, cleaning a house. And I, I told Christiana, hey, I want you to watch these training videos, how to clean a bathroom, how to do trash, how to clean a kitchen. And she watched them. That girl took notes. She took lots of notes on how to do it. I was so, so impressed with this. And then we go out together. I was a little bit anxious about bringing my 12-year-old daughter into this offices late at night but we get there and i say okay we got to start by doing the trash and here's how you tie a knot oh i saw you do that in the video dad i said oh okay well i just showed her again and she got it picked it up pretty quick i said we gotta take all these bags oh i know i saw you do that in the video too i'm like oh wow you're a great student honey you're doing amazing awesome well, let's do it we knocked out the trash together she wasn't as fast as her 15 year old big brother no worries, it's her first time. And I told her, I said, Christiana, no matter what, I don't care about speed. I care about excellence. And this is your lesson tonight. If you are a speed of one, but you can get to an excellence of nine or 10, I'm happy. Because next time you work with me, you'll be a speed of two and an excellence of nine or 10. And then you'll be a three and a four. Never try and get be too fast. Because if you will, you'll sacrifice your quality and your excellence. I don't want you to sacrifice excellence. Speed will come. I promise. She's okay, dad. And so I gave her the first task, which was cleaning a bathroom. And we worked side by side. I showed her, okay, here's the first step. And then I did my part in one bathroom and she had the other bathroom right next to it. And she copied me. And while she was doing her part, I went and cleaned like half a kitchen. <laughs> and then I did the second part, third part. When well, it was all said and done, we finished two bathrooms. She killed it. It looked amazing. i was so proud of her. So I send her off. Okay, you go to the next bathroom by yourself. And so we go. We're chugging along. We do the first office. It takes longer than it did with my son, but she's learning and she's making money and she's excited and she's helping dad and she's part of the family business and she's coming alive and she's learning hard work. And then we go to the second office and now it's late. Okay, parents, don't get mad at me. We get to the second office at eleven o'clock at night and. I had every intention of cutting her off and putting her on a couch in this place and letting her go to sleep. But she wanted the work. The girl wanted to work. And she was she just did great. She did another couple bathrooms, some glass cleaning. She did all the trash. She emptied all the trash on the whole first floor, it was like 20 cans, perfect knots, bagged them up, put them in a pile for me to take to the dumpster. Like, who is this girl? Her first time, she's amazing. And I asked her afterwards, like, what, what made this so easier for you? How had you do so good? Well, the videos helped. And seeing you do it first, all I had to do was copy. It's, it's amazing how simple this is. And our kids are willing and they're able. And the tax law is very, very lenient and flexible. And actually, it's very helpful. They want families to be in business together. But there's one thing I want to share before I tell you the never in a million years part. Never, ever in a million years part. I finished before she did. And I had some things to do on Facebook. That's right. I wasn't goofing off. I was getting some posts scheduled out because I didn't want to do it when I got home at four in the morning. Did I mention that part? <laughs> so I'm doing some of that and I'm on the couch. I'm done. And she's working hard floor cleaning with that flat mop. And she's got a 1500 to 2000 square feet to do. I said, how you doing? I got this room. I did these four rooms. I got these couple left. And her attitude was great. I said, I'm like, Christiane, do you want me to finish this for you? No big deal. You've worked hard enough. She says, no, I'm going to do it, Dad. I said, are you sure it's late? I want to. I'm inside my heart. I'm like, yes. She's picking it up. There's joy in hard work. There is joy in hard work and there's joy in getting a job done well and she's experiencing that right now and I felt great to teach her this lesson. I said, Okay, I'm gonna go sit in the couch and do some work. I sat down, put my feet up, and she's working, she's working, and I was testing her. I was seeing if she would keep her attitude or if she would think, wait, there's dad over there on the couch with his feet up and I'm here working. She didn't. She was like whistling while she worked. She finished, she says, Okay, I'm done. I checked her work out, it looked great. And then I gave her a big hug, told her how proud I was, told her I was testing her, gave her a bonus. She was very happy. And then we drove home. It's four in the morning. And here's my thoughts going through my head. I went back to that hospital, Bellevue Women's Hospital, Schenectady, New York, January 15, 2008. My daughter is just born, holding my newborn daughter. Never, ever, 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 ever in a million years would I ever have thought, that not only my son would be working in a business I wasn't sure if I'd ever, I would do for another 10, to 10 years, but now my daughter is working with me in the business. It is absolutely astonishing to think that my family was given a trade that I spent years twilling, learning, optimizing how to become better, and now I can pass it on. And whether they use that in their future, it doesn't matter fact is I can pass it on and so if I were to make an amendment to the pros of solo cleaning I would say this how about this is a pro of solo cleaning this is a viable needed trade and you can become an expert in it and pass it on to the next generation and your family can always have something that they are good at even if college doesn't work out or whatever else It can be passed on. And that is a pretty awesome pro. So never, ever, ever in a million years did I think my son and my daughter would be helping me clean offices. It's absolutely incredible. Because I go back to the hospital room and I remember holding her as a baby. And last night, she's in a work uniform cleaning beside me as a 12-year-old. It was awesome. It was so awesome. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.